Hey, thank you for tuning in to Ask a Black Woman, where if you ask a black woman a question, you better be ready for the answer. You have just entered my kitchen, my backyard barbecue, my hair salon. You are in my lair. Yep, I just got through playing some throwback, serious throwback of Fight the Power by the one and only public enemy. And this episode is all about the P and the V words. What am I talking about? Politics and voting. Um, here in the state of California, it was mid term elections on this past Tuesday, June 5th, yours truly did get down to them polls. And um, I just had something from a totally different perspective in terms of voting this time around. And I wanted to get into it with y'all. First of all, they had an upwards of about 60 plus um, candidates for office on the ballot. We haven't even gotten to the prep, um, the prop propositions that were on the table. I mean, it was line upon line upon line of all these people I had never heard of. And um, I'm going to throw a, um, a shameless plug um, to Black Women for Wellness, which is a uh, community-based organization whose uh, focus is on empowering Black women and girls. They're in Lamert Park. And for the past two and a half months, I have been uh, working their phone bank uh campaigning leading up into the midterm election and it was because of them that um here after three years of living in the state of california even though i had voted i was being an uninformed voter that is my confession and so um i learned a lot um by doing the phone banking through them and they also had i've attended my first ever um uh, ballot party they had the week prior to the election and they had some very informed speakers particularly black hello women and men um come and informed us about the basics particular to the california legislature and i was so happy about it and they broke it down and had patience with uh, lay people like me and so um what am i going where am i going with the p and the v words listen if you voted or you didn't vote keep listening well, did st- stick out to me as a black woman as I was filling out my um, ballot was that there was only one black person and it was a woman that was running for governor. One black person, one black woman that was running for governor. And of course, I had to notice that. I'm like, oh, my, wow. The governor's chair is the highest seat in the land. And there's only one black person going for that office. And uh, she had a spurt. They had um, um, statements in the booklet and um, their pictures. And I, it must be that it must cost a grip per word because there were people who had full out um, paragraphs. And then there were people who had three or four lines. And there were people who didn't have anything. They would have like maybe their party slogan in there. And I just thought, you know, I would throw that in there. So um, pa- parenthetically, if you have a candidate that you truly believe in, kick in a couple of dollars so that they could possibly at least fund their uh, running statements inside the booklets that the voters get. Because I based um, my... my um, motive to look past the statement came from what I saw underneath their picture and so if I didn't see that on the side um I I look kind of sideways at it so put your money where your vote is where your beliefs are 
And I'm saying it to myself, by the way. So anyway, um, she was the only one who even alluded to reparations. Oh, yes, I did say that the reparations were. When I woke up that morning to go vote, I scrolled on my Facebook timeline and one of my sisters from Chicago uh, made a mention, a very long mention, actually, in her post about the reparations topic. The fact that um, why she said, why is it that reparations is still not a priority topic amongst our people right now? And I thought about it. I say even for myself, it's not a part of my daily dialogue. I don't think about it and I have not made it um, a priority to me in terms of who I relate to in terms of who's in office um but and it made me think about the reparations topic why is it not a part of it and if if it is important to us why have we not pushed it before the people who want our vote if you are going to represent me i need you to make sure that you're going to push the topics of reparations because let's face it and someone put this in the comments here commentary as well with her People don't want to address it because if they have to address it and have to make reparations for black people who were brought to this country, that means they're going to have to dismantle every institution um, that's in this country. And I'm talking about your media, your banking institutions, your insurance companies, your education systems. Why? Because most likely the funds that start those institutions came off the backs of black people's work that they were not compensated for. Our blood, our sweat and our tears, our ancestors. It came from that and nobody wants to really admit it, but we need to make them understand that we ain't forgot. Oh, yes. And we need to keep it there. She mentioned a congressperson who literally who made it his mission to bring up reparations and to fight for reparations up until his retirement last year. And I think we need to do that. And so <laughs> it was so stuck in my mind. It was so fresh. When I went to the post. I actually when I looked, no one mentioned reparations but this black woman she alluded it was very carefully phrased but i could see between the lines that she was talking about reparations so think about reparations as you uh, cast your vote as you um uh, whoever you voted for in um uh, the election. Um, if 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 this is reminding you of the reparations topic you bring it to them so after we go to the ballots, after we go to the votes, I should say, you, you're holding their feet to the fire when they get there, get into office. That's what I'm going to say about that. Marinate on it. Pause on it. Say lie. Let's keep it going. Um, I also noticed that none of the, the uh, candidates for office, none of them mentioned anything specific to the needs of black issues or Black Lives Matter. Um, let's not forget that uh, police uh, brutality towards our people, um, the ongoing uh, overt and covert racism towards black people is still happening. And they never mentioned any of it in any of their statements on their sites as well as to the recompense and how they're going to resolve and address anybody who attacks us and who um, who who uh, whose whose whole mission is to dismantle our life and our liberty in this country. None of that was mentioned. But I'll tell you was still a part of the vernacular and the verbiage. The same old tagline of more jobs and more health care. We hear that time and time again. And let's be honest, do they deliver on that? Like, and so I'm going to pause parenthetically and just bring this to your awareness, right? 
if jobs is what you want in this economy, I'm grateful that I have a day job that pays the bare, the basic necessities. I'm grateful. But the reality is, is that jobs are going to be created by the small businesses. Jobs are going to be us putting into um, practice those ideas and those uh, uh, giftings that we have and, and, and providing a service that is needed um, to the world. Being in service and getting up off our butts and making the jobs for ourselves. We cannot rely on government to do it. Um, they can enforce the legislators that support the small businesses. That's what we should do. But if we keep hearing the rhetoric of jobs um, and, and nothing is coming to fruition that's benefiting us and our people, um, then we have to look at, well, whose job is it really to, quote unquote, bring us jobs, right? We have to look at the climate and see like, whoa, um, if everything is going technology based, if everything is going um, in the way of media, maybe that's somewhere I need to see where I fit in the rim. Is the job I'm at going to be phased out? Um, how can I sustain and maintain and be a part of the future economy? That is your job. That is my job to do. And the healthcare rhetoric. I'm no expert on healthcare. I'm not going to even get into it, but I just know I see it all the damn time. And I just want to know how come we ain't resolved healthcare in this country? We're supposed to be the greatest country on earth, but we're going to fight about people and their um, their right to um, be taken care of um, um, the right way. What is the Jesus thing to do here? But I also tell you what was um, intentional, that the majority of the candidates, especially the ones who wanted to be reelected to their office, they did mention LGBTQ issues. So I have to say this. Why? Why is it that it's easier? Why is it a part of um, the propaganda and the verbiage in your statements to appeal to the vote to put that in there? But you don't put anything about Black Lives Matter. You don't put anything specifically towards black people in your rhetoric and I think I have an answer for that if we want to see people make it a part of their mission statement for them to be elected to office then we got to get our people to run for office people that care people who have that gift in and who have their heart for the people because it is obvious to me that is not the priority and the reason why we're not mentioning there is because they don't see us as being powerful or smart enough to ask for and demand it and to follow up on it mm. go ahead and pause and say la on that There were several, several things on the midterm election um, ballot for sheriffs, for the judges, for the treasurer, the secretary of state, the attorney general, the superintendent of education. And when you think about those things, this is the midterm election. So whoever is chosen in this election gets to really run for it in November. And I got to ask you. For the people who didn't vote, why didn't you? Why didn't you vote? Why didn't you vote? If it was administrative, shame on you. That's laziness. I'm going to call a spade a spade. We are in need. And if there's some things that are not right where you live, then your vote really does matter. These sheriffs, these judges, these treasurers, they handle the money. 
They decide if Boo Boo Nim should get another chance after they done messed up or whatever. <laughs> the loss of the effect where you stay. If you didn't vote, shame on you. If you did vote, are you a party loyalist? Are you staunch Democrat? Are you staunch Republican? I'm going to tell you how I vote. I vote for my interests. And so there were people I voted for that were Republican. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Green. I looked at what their interests were and if it was aligned with my beliefs and what was important to me as a citizen. That's what I went with. And I don't give a damn what you think about it, but I do want to know your opinion. Did you vote? Are you a party loyalist? So that's all I got to say. I'm talking about the P and the V words, politics and voting. Yes, we can get a little deep on here sometimes. Let's talk about that real stuff on a Friday. Y'all be blessed. And thanks for listening to Ask a Black Woman, the P and the V episodes. Get your man out the gutter if you thought something different at the beginning of this. We don't play like that over here. All right. Peace and love. Make that money. It's a happy Friday. Keep fighting the power, people.